Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are Hannah Lewis and Micah Spence. We recorded this a few weeks ago in Eugene during the Willamette Valley Old Time Social in Brandon Olszewski's backyard music room. Uh, Thanks for hosting us, Brandon. And thank you to Peter Kang for supporting Get Up in the Cool on Patreon. Generous listeners like you are the reason I can make this show every week, and I love making this show. So, again, thanks. If anyone else wants to help fund Get Up in the Cool and get some exclusive bonus content, follow the link in this episode's show notes that says support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon, or just Google Get Up in the Cool Patreon and choose a support level that works for you. I want to thank Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan for sharing Get Up in the Cool online with their customers and increasing the reach of the show. Next time you need an instrument upgrade or new music gear, visit their online store at elderly.com. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how you can keep up with this week's amazing guests. But first, here's my interview and jam with Lewis and Spence. Enjoy.
how that one goes. That's right, it's just like that. <laughs> just the way the old man played. <laughs> Hannah Lewis and Micah Spence, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you for having us. Yep, thank Lewis. you for having us. Lewis and Spence. <laughs> Performing as the duet, Lewis and Spence. Yeah, very <laughs> good. Uh, we're at the Willamette Valley uh, Old Time Social. <clears throat> That's Social, how you say that, I guess, here. yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> and you just came from the East Vancouver Old Time Social. Yeah. Yes, East Vancouver. Back to back. Evos. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. How, how long have you two been playing together? Like, since uh, New Year's, like, 2000... Uh, sorry, like a year and a half. It's confusing as I don't know. It's summertime yeah. now. I, yeah, I know exactly. About a year and a half, I think, right? About a year and a half. Year and a half, right on. Um, how did you two meet? Did you meet at? Was it at Bobville or something? Uh, well, is that why actually New Year's? in 2014 our paths did cross at Bobville? Yeah. But um, then we met at Mount Airy, like a couple years later. Like officially met. Yeah, like I played, I played as Vanjo for the first time. That's what, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the subtext to all of this. And when it yeah. landed in my lap, I it's was really like, about the banjo. oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even know it could be like that. It just all felt so right. Wait, what? Well, was it because of the banjo? Yeah, yeah, I mean, was that's... Was it this a, banjo? No. This is not my banjo. This no, is actually Josh's didn't. banjo that we're borrowing. Which I, banjo I have, a, I have a 90s ohm with a oh. great big tone ring in it. Um, and a small, it's like a really small head, like a 10 and a, like 10 and 7 eighths head. Cool. Yeah, it's really loud and like heavy, but small. Yeah. And, and you had just gotten it back from, yeah. Yeah, so I had just been in Colorado and the Ohm folks had just put it back to factory basically. And it yeah. sounded the best it's ever sounded in my life. <laughs> yeah. Before and, then and since. Yeah. But I, I, I like, I fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> with the banjo. <laughs> yeah, with the banjo. With the banjo. At first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, what did we just play? We just played a Cover Brothers tune. The first one was. Uh, did you Georgia. say covert? Cover. <laughs> Cover Brothers. Cover, like yeah. Covert Brothers. <laughs> yeah, the Cover Brothers, uh, who are a duet from Georgia from the twenties, and that was one of their songs. Um, and they're actually a really fascinating case. Um, did they write that song? That's a very good question. No, actually, okay. the story behind the Cover Brothers is that they're they were two like wealthy-ish. I mean, they were white people from Atla from the Air Atlanta area at that time, and they um, went and studied music with the black folks from that from that time in yeah. like a different part of town, and like went and would stay with them, and I mean, probably you know do all sorts of fun things, um, mm. but it got them like disowned by their family. Um, oh wow! So I imagine that that's that is probably like a black string band tune that they learned, right? Um, so that would that that's what I imagine. I don't know that for sure. Sure. Um, yeah. But that most of their repertoire, I think, is of that nature, um, and also like the Georgia Yellowhammers. Yes. Yeah. So that's the Kofer Brothers, yeah. as well. Um, and and Katie Hill. And then Katie Hill, which is just a, a yeah. I got off the Low Stokes record. <laughs> so y'all like to play. Georgia music specifically, right? Um, not entirely. I mean, it was funny. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. It's like I have like Georgia music is less like participatory and vernacular, kind of like we play all this. The the festival repertoire is yeah. this kind of. There's a bunch of different names I've seen floating around for it. Vernacular is one. Uh, participatory is another. Yeah. But it's this like accessible music. Yeah. Whereas like the Georgia stuff is generally less accessible. It's a little more like maybe performance oriented or like it's got a lot more like jazz changes like yeah, 625 yeah. one changes a lot all over the place which not everybody is like down to just jump in on sure um, yeah lots of notes <laughs> stuff notes. like that there are notes i mean you know um, but we like to have friends too so we play the other <laughs> yeah, kind of so, music also <laughs> so i kind of find myself at least in my own repertoire dividing it it sort of falls into these two categories one of like festival like participatory tunes that like I expect, or you know, I feel good about calling it a jam. I don't feel like I'm going to throw anybody for a loop by calling tunes. And then there's these other tunes that I kind of don't play out as much that I, are like more performance based. And or if I find my friends at Clift Up, like Evan Kinney and, yeah, and those, yeah, yeah. those guys, um, we'll get together and play these tunes because we have this like shared repertoire of this Georgia music that we've all like kind of studied out on. Um, but it's not like the most jam friendly stuff a lot of the time. Sure. So you don't hear it as much. I feel like, which is one of the things that's why I like to play it out as much as possible. That's been something I've been learning, like doing these interviews. Is like my introduction to old time music was, like you said, like vernacular and participatory, and like this is what old time music 
is. Mm -hmm. But then as I've been, as I've been meeting more players, and uh, you know, some of them are like, like like Spencer and Reigns, like they uh, they love playing in like groups and stuff, and they're very uh, amenable to that. But like, you know, they've gone on record saying like, no, I prefer it when there's like one fiddle. And if there's two fiddle, it's like twin fiddling specifically, not just like a jam. Yeah, it's like even though it's uh, maybe more performative, it's um, still, I think, f has a similar feeling to like a lot of the more participatory old time music. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Without the edges around mm -hmm. it. Well, I mean, and yeah. we're, mm -hmm. I mean, we're so, we're, we're splitting hairs so fine right now that like, you know. Oh, I know, to most people, they're like <laughs> fiddle music. Yeah, yeah, there was fiddle in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I right. That. You love to hear you for a bluegrass. Was that gig. Irish? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I cut all that out. <laughs> um, so, Mark, I just just met you mm -hmm. yesterday, Indeed. very briefly. Um, I've known you for a little while. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where we met. Was it through Deb Shebish? Maybe. Mm, maybe. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe at Clifftop or something. Probably um, but then we, we definitely had a hang in her kitchen. Yeah. That was a mess. But super yeah. fun. <laughs> She's so cool. She is the coolest. Yeah. She's really good about bringing people together. Yeah. Um, how long have you been playing old time music? Um, I don't know. Like, probably since 2014. Oh. Also, like, I don't know. Why are you still playing it? Oh. Uh, Oh my god, that's such a good question. I don't know. There's, it, I'm not bored yet. There's still more to Great. do and still more to know. <laughs> I was just talking with someone who who said like that they don't play old time music because they they said something like, oh, you know, I can only play the same chords over and you know, like in, <laughs> until I get bored, you know. And oh I was god. like, sure, okay, I, yeah, I get it. I was like, what the are you talking about? Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> like, it's really not just about like what sounds you're making. It's about yeah, like totally. the sounds you're listening to and the people that you're with too. So, and that changes every time the tune comes up. So even if you're playing the same chords or notes or whatever yeah. as you always do, yeah. like then I don't know, maybe you're, you're like not listening room. to people that you're with. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I got even even stuff that like I I even something that I feel like I probably have a same way that I play it, I, I, I find myself, it, it changes depending on who I'm playing with too. Like if you're just, you know, cause it's not just like, um, a, a collection of people who bring the thing that they always do sitting down and doing the thing that they always do on their own, but together. It's like, like not like that. Play. Yeah. It's yeah. not like that. Yeah. It's like something else. Not toddlers. Right. It's like, right. Exactly. Today, <laughs> yeah. this tune sounds like this because of these people here and like, and because I'm missing the four chord. So right now, this is how this tune sounds. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> a moment in time. I don't know. I think there's something to that. Yeah, totally. I think that's probably the best answer I've heard to that, though, is I'm not bored yet. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think I encapsulates yeah. a lot of the feeling of this music. Yeah, it's still, yeah. still, um, yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's a pretty good answer. I'll leave it at that. When, when did you start... Playing. Uh, no, you said 2014. I think so. And, uh, what did you, what instrument do you enter into it on? Um, I'm not sure if it was like fiddle or banjo because I can't, or, or feet really. I mean, that was probably like all happening at the same time, but, um, which I think is like a good approach for someone who just wants to like learn old things. Cause I'm not like super focused on like learning how to play the fiddle or learning how to play the banjo, I'm really trying to like learn how to play old time music, so. <laughs> You're just like dropping so much like, gray, like quotable stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a great answer, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like I start, I, and, and I also remember sort of vividly, I, I kind of share that, I sh was sharing this the other day with someone who was like, you know, starting to learn banjo and asking me about the process my, with my experience. And um, I remember like, starting to learn and then putting it down like putting it down for a few months and being like this is like it I like it just wasn't like clicking or happening and and I just kind of like stopped and then when I like tried again several months later I think that it was still like working in my head and it was still like working You're still, like, like in my ear I was still, it. it was still in me it was yeah. still like you know fermenting or whatever and 
and then when I tried again, it's not like it just came out, but like it it was like a lot easier to to build on it. Like I had something to build on, even though I thought I had nothing. Like so, I don't know if that makes sense or if that's like helpful so. for other people to like realize that like just like a learning process doesn't have to be like you start at A and then you get to Z. It's like yeah. you start and then like maybe you stop for a little while and like that doesn't mean that you're not. It doesn't mean that you're done learning and it doesn't mean that all the learning that you did before the practicing or the failing or whatever isn't like gonna add up to isn't gonna like contribute to your process like later or it, overall I mean I don't know anyway. yeah totally blah 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 I've, I've had so many like seasons of practice in my life that are nominally a failure because I don't achieve the goal that I want right but I always like achieve all of these ancillary goals mm -hmm. that like mm. they were never the plan but it's like oh man because I spent all this time trying to do this stupid technique that would never work right like I learned how to do all this other stuff you yeah know? Mm. totally yeah it's one of those things where like you don't you don't always like you you think you have like an objective in mind and then you're like by the, yeah it's like so stupid to make those plans yeah it can be <laughs> helpful to have like a bad pretense you yeah. know like because then it's like <laughs> well, I know what I'm it. doing yeah and you don't know but you have like a, a goal <laughs> yeah then... I have a question about practice season is that like is that between like from the end of Galax till Mount Airy the next year, like is that like winter? what you call? Yeah, that's cool. That, that's a much better name for winter. I practice season, <laughs> like the sad times. <laughs> I, like, I like to when I like have students. I like to talk about practicing in seasons as mm -hmm. opposed to because if you start talking about practicing, mm -hmm. then it's like. You mean like I have to practice every day for the rest of my life and every day that I don't practice is time that's wasted and like mm. it's like too big. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like just practice, have a season of your life where you practice one kind of thing where you have a, a goal and it may be a stupid goal that you ditch later mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. like have a goal and then don't practice for a while then just play and then let that be your practicing and then when you're unsatisfied with that have another season of practice. So I think especially for adult students, like, yeah. that's how I like mm. to, because it's really like, you're, you're not going to play every day unless right. you get over the sort of humps that you need to in order to play every day, you know? Right. I don't know. Can yeah. we play another tune? Yes, yeah, let's. Yeah, I think we're going to sing another one. So in addition to the George's stuff, <clears throat> I guess we also have bonded over a mutual love of the Carter family. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do another Carter family tune called Anchored in Love. And I'm going to take it on the page.
Well, that's... <laughs> uh, that vocal part is amazing that it's just two notes is that is that from the recording do they well okay so ap reaches like a note that i don't have in my range <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that note on this instrument <laughs> uh so i my justification is that we're talking about an anchor so i'm gonna hold one note yeah oh, steady hold it down with one note but yeah uh, uh yeah the point is just two notes the way that i do it and it, it still works um, That's great. Yeah, I love... You don't need so many notes sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just two or three. Was... It's a powerful <laughs> statement. <laughs> like... It's true. It's I mean, true. Yeah, also, I the, the double time, the the, the, the one rhythm in, in one voice against a different rhythm in the other voice. Yeah. Like really love it. Love it. Love it. I'm such a sucker for it. I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so to say... I, I, don't, I, I have always... Um, had to like try and come to terms with like saying that I play Georgia music because the truth is that I don't just play Georgia music. I do uh -huh. play a lot right, of it. Right. The, the, <clears> here we are not playing Georgia. The reality music. is that most of the tunes I play come from like North Carolina, West Virginia, and Southern Virginia, and those type of places. It's you know. Where do you come from? I'm from Atlanta. From Atlanta. I'm okay. from Atlanta. My folks are from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and there's a somewhat of a regional time scene. A guy named Mick Kenny, who's yeah one of my favorite fiddlers walking the earth today. I learned, I, the first fiddle lesson I ever had was from him, but um, mostly I learned, I learned music off 78 records <laughs> of like the Skill Lickers and, and other Atlanta bands. Fiddle and John Carson is another favorite of mine. Um, the Kofer Brothers, they're, they're Georgia music. Um, so I don't know, yeah, I always have a hard time coming to grips with like saying that I play Georgia music because I don't really just have like this one style, you know? Is this like pretty over like broad style that makes things interesting and keeps you from getting bored, you know? Did you say did you grow up listening to fiddle music? Very much. Yeah, my dad's a seventy eight collector. So I grew Oh up, wow. Yeah, I grew up with all kinds of records in the house and he owned a music store. Um and he owned a music store in Atlanta in the eighties and he sold it in the early nineties and he met uh it's when Bruce Molsky lived in Atlanta. And Bruce used to come into the store, and they made friends. And yeah. my dad started taking fiddle lessons from him. Oh, right on. In the '80s, yeah. <laughs> and he's probably my dad is probably one of the only one of the few students that Bruce has ever fired. <laughs> <laughs> and he would tell you as much himself. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> have to um, have your dad on someday to yeah, talk. Someday. <laughs> someday. Um, yeah, and we started. I started going to fiddlers' conventions when I was really young. Um, they took me to Clifftop when I was like three years old. Yeah. Uh, and then we didn't go for a lot of years. We started going back when I started playing music, which is probably like 2000 for me. Yeah. Um, and no, a little bit like 2001. Anyway, yeah. So was fiddle your first instrument? No, I started out playing guitar. So yeah. mostly what I did growing up was play backup guitar for my dad because he plays fiddle. And he yeah. was, so I was like his built-in guitar player. Um, and then I started playing climber banjo about a month after I started playing guitar. Yeah. Um, not that I'd mastered the guitar by any means, but just I wanted to do something else. And then I picked up the fiddle. I had that lesson with Mick when I was like 16. Cool. Um, and I kind of have gone through phases where I've like, yeah, I've put it down for a long time, actually, the fiddle, because I get like so frustrated, <laughs> like I know probably a lot of fiddlers do. Um, give it time, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Season. It's seasonal. It's seasonal. Practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and we're about due for another fiddle season. <laughs> yeah, it's here. Springtime is springtime yeah. is here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I went. I did go to school for music. I, I studied voice in college. Oh, did like classical voice? Mm -hmm, yeah, like operatic type voice. Oh, right on. Which, yeah, hopefully does not shine through anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm anchored in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do like full. Full operatic Let's version. Let's go there. Right? Yeah. That'd be um, cool. <laughs> yeah. That'd be very cool. That's yeah, yeah, cool is the word. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because... We know all about stuff that's cool. <laughs> we have the coolest <laughs> tastes. <laughs> even, um, it reminds me of something you said earlier, though, that even back then, the, re the thing that I liked the most about singing was singing with other people, mm -hmm. being in the choir. <clears throat> I really couldn't stand singing solo... Vocal repertoire, and that's like all you have to 
do it's basically all you do. You don't get to like go to school for being in choir. I don't think. No, not hardly. Yeah. Um, no <laughs> choir member major. No, exactly. Yeah, you go to school to be a baritone or to be a tenor or sure. to be a soprano or whatever. Um, and, and I remember, yeah, even then, like when I was doing that solo repertoire stuff, my favorite part of it was the collaboration with the pianist because mm, you're yeah. like actually getting to make music with another with person. With another person, yeah. And this instead of just just showing off, which is what I felt like it was a lot of the time, and even then, and even like just showing off like something that I wasn't super duper proud of, in, you know, to begin with. Mm. Um, which is why I think I like old time music so much because it's about a lot. Most of it is about like just playing with other people and like figuring out how to get it, get a group sound happening yeah. as soon as possible. <laughs> it can be for people. I <clears throat> I realize that like I assume. I, I have assumed in people that like, oh, you're like, your like point of being here is the same as my point of being right. here. And I didn't know really like what my point was, but like after a little while of realizing that other people had like other reasons or like other, you know, ideas in mind, then I was like, oh, I think the thing that's m most exciting to me or the thing that I want most is to be able to play music with other people and for for everyone ha and and that's not the same for everyone. It's everyone true. has their own reason to like learn an instrument or learn music or like listen to old time or go to Clifftop or whatever it is that yeah. they're doing and it's not all just to like just to whatever my thing is. But it's kind of funny to think about. Yeah, I've met like a fair amount of self-proclaimed fiddle hermits, mm. you know. Right? It's like yeah. I don't really get out like I just Mm -hmm. like to play the instruments <laughs> for the physicality of doing yeah. it. Mm. And then sometimes it's nice when other people are there. Right. <laughs> you know? Sometimes. Yeah. Totally. I, it's very different, yeah, from how I approach it or like mm -hmm. why I'm motivated to play as well, you know. But why like, are you motivated to play? For the same, oh, yeah, I want to yeah. play music with people, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just like, we need to ask you some questions. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we going to do next? Oh, we dance. You want to oh, dance? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So oh, I... Oh, shit. Sorry. Fine. Fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, I got the pleasure of uh, seeing you uh, compete at, oh. Cl at Clifftop. Oh, wow. This this last year. Yeah. Mm. That was it great. Happened. It happened. Yeah, thank you. It happened. Yeah. I did the thing. I don't think, I, I don't think I'd ever watched it before. I'll ask you more questions about that afterwards. Um, let me just move I might be out of breath afterwards, so if you have any questions, let's talk about it Okay, now. great. That's a, that's a great point. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's what it's like. Um, yeah, dance competitions um, at conventions are so fun to watch. I mean, if you can handle listening the to the tune, same tune they have a control. like once through <laughs> for like 50 <laughs> times in a row, it's that's the intense part. But like watching it is so fun. I mean, I think, but yeah, I'm just like starting to understand like competing and competing in dance and how dance is like one of those categories that is often not, you don't get reimbursed for it. Oh, like you also have to be in a band if you want to like get reimbursed. So even even if you're like, but I actually I'm not just like doing this ticket. I mean, but I kind of like I don't know. You know, like at Galax they don't reimburse you. At Mount Airy they don't reimburse Whoa. you. Yeah. So, no way. Yeah, true. yeah. Why the hell not? I know. I I. Is it because I, suspect, I don't know? Yeah. Well, I suspect that there there used to be this thing at Galax, and I've only ever seen it in like one Galax and Mount Airy both, where there was like joke entrance they would like somebody would come out in a chicken suit and flat foot or somebody would come yeah. out and uh whatever and just like make a fool of themselves and they didn't want to be reimbursing people for that i suppose i saw r and will do that at clifton i mean yeah year. it's still always a joke yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think Unless people that still do real. that and people do that on instruments too like well because at galax the 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 Oh, payback rules. is so high like i mean it's so significant so yeah. everyone competes it's really not it's so different than at clifftop because clifftop is kind of like you know you compete for the hoot of it but right. like also or you compete because you like want to win and that's kind of like the the group that's doing or or, or you want to compete maybe to just show people what you're into be like hey this is what i do let's like talk about it later or something yeah but like um and it's kind of like at first, I didn't really understand it, but at Galax, I understood it because I was like, well, you get 40 bucks back. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I would, pretty ticket, much, I would yeah. do a lot of things for $40. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, but not in dance. But anyway, so like, but the point is that at Galax, like everyone competes, you know, yeah. no matter if they're like, you know, I think I have a chance of winning or if they're like, I like, I'm really scared of doing stuff in front of people yeah. or if they're like, uh, huh. I don't know, or if they're like, this is just kind of funny, or like it's a fun thing. This is what you do. I don't know. It's smaller conventions. It like <laughs> it starts to like have more context of why why there's a competition. Yeah. Like partly because it's like um, a stage that people can watch. You know, it's like something that can be broadcast over the radio and stuff. But like, um, but also because it's like a check in. Like you get everyone. It's springtime. You get everyone in the same place. Yeah. Everyone's showing each other what they've been up to all year. Or like yeah. that one guy's playing it's the tune that they always play. And it's cool. You get to check in with your community. And um, and if you're like, oh, cool, that person's into this thing now. Like I'm gonna go do that thing with them afterward or something. Or I want to try and catch up with them afterward. Like it makes a, a different kind of sense on in in like this in the context of like a smaller convention so like I, I so now I'm having like I'm like feeling like more willing to like go onto the stage at Clifftop and stuff and compete because it's so I just feel so awkward oh my god and it's especially really with dancing awkward. I'm like don't look at me <laughs> <laughs> just stop looking and just like sh shut your eyes and listen to my feet like this is not about like my body flopping around like <laughs> That is, that is an interesting thing about uh, flat footing is that people, especially in old time music, they, they really don't, it's sort of encouraged to have a weird fiddle posture and to look in a way that's not necessarily flattering, but that's sort of like a cool thing in old time fiddling. Um, but like, I feel like there's a weird divide in, in flat footing between the sound and the way that it looks. Yeah. And some of the best sounds that I've heard have accompanied the most kind of goofy looking. Right. Right. You know, or just like totally understated looking yeah, thing. Like it's totally. like not even interesting to watch, but it's just about listening to it. I mean, it's interesting. I think it's always interesting to watch like yes. people's feet, but you know, that's, yeah. that's like a knee down kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to take a video of this. Do you want me to have a knee down? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. That's great. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. You're like right in the frame. That's cool. All right. Uh, what, leather britches? Leather britches. kind of like just impressed anytime a, a dancer keeps the pulse i, I feel know. like i've listened oh. to a lot of dancers who like for sure can't yeah where it's not where it's where it's not an addition to the music it's if anything a subtraction or like a distraction yeah well for some people i guess that's not really the point is mm -hmm. to like dance in time for some people it's just kind of like a thing that 
just to move your body and have fun. Yeah. Mm. Or even for some people, it's like, oh, here are all these fancy moves I learned, and I'm going to do them because they look cool. That's so just baffling to me because too. it makes noise. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. So, like, shouldn't the point be? I mean, yeah, I really do approach music, it more like yeah. a an instrument, an instrument, yeah, percussive dance. Yeah, and we try to like encourage people at the square dances that we do in Detroit, like, to learn a little bit of flat pointing because we find that it helps mitigate the clapping issue that sometimes oh happens God. at a square dance because right, yeah. oh like when you're in the band yeah we're like we, okay so just so you know like when the music starts you're gonna have the urge to clap and like this is something that you can do instead which is like way more appropriate and actually fun and cool and then like while you're not an active couple you can still be like dancing and like just don't clap <laughs> that's something that, so a little Music PSA, maybe put this out here, out there. Um, um, auxiliary percussion, in whatever form, is not easier than playing oh, yeah. A, yeah. a pitched instrument. Yeah. It is harder. There's more responsibility. <laughs> um, triangle is like the hardest instrument in the world. Right. You can't right. just do it. You know, <laughs> washboard. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There are so few acceptable washboard players, yeah. and then the people who do it are amazing because they're good musicians. So right, right. You still have to be a good musician. Yeah. 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 Maybe even more so. So, like, what do you think is the is like the best instrument for people to start with if they like? Well, I don't know. That's a kind of a dumb question because people are just so different. People just need to like do what's right for them, and that's going to be really different for every person. But it's true. I think overall, mm. the banjo is the most forgiving instrument. I would say that too. Yeah. As especially because you have various amounts of like that you can like stuff it or change how it sounds to mm -hmm. fit it. You know, like just mm -hmm. the setup. Mm -hmm. And then you, there's so many acceptable ways mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. play to it. Play mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. In a jam. Yeah. I, I and you don't eat the, the, the... Oh, sorry, what? I was going to say, I met this one guy at Clifftop <laughs> who, who literally just... With his left hand goes like up and down, like and mutes. Yeah, has a plays fretless banjo, doesn't he? Yeah, I think Little so. Well trimmed white beard. Oh, I can't yeah, and he and he doesn't make play any notes. Yeah. It's all just muted, and he just and he just. Uh -huh. like, yeah, having a grand old time. He sounds amazing. Yeah, his rhythm yeah. is like impeccable. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like one could do that if yeah. if you can do it that well. Do yeah. it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. That's the thing about the banjo is that like it it can be like a like you can be. A rhythmically oriented person or like a melody oriented person and still like find all that in there for yourself but I don't know I guess the the real reason that I think it's like the 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 like least pressure instrument is because you're not playing the fiddle or the guitar and both of those instruments have like really concrete contributions that need to be made <laughs> like true. at all times before you like stray from that or add to that like you have yeah. to be like holding down these like core responsibilities and then, like, the banjo kind of just floats somewhere in between those two things. Yeah. It can kind of do, like, both or neither, and it's, like, all good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Totally agree. Like you say, there's a range of acceptable with the banjo that you don't necessarily find in yeah. the other. It's probably yeah. the only reason, it's probably the main reason I do it on this show. <laughs> mm. Mostly more than anything else is just, like... I don't want to have to accept responsibility for deciding on a chord. Oh my god, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, it's so scary. Or ever have myself recorded while playing fiddle ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Mm. Um, you want to play this big bully? Yeah, yeah we, we should uh, blaze through these last couple because we got to get you two out uh, to We've your workshop. Workshop, go yeah. Go, go make that paper. Yeah, Intermediate banjo workshop yeah. coming yeah. right Intermediate up. Banjos, we <laughs> um, yeah, this is another tune from the Deep South. This is a Triple Brothers tune in the key of C. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Everyone loves C tunes. Depending which instrument they're playing at the time. So, right. Big Bully. Big Bully. The, uh, the title track from your new album, which we'll talk about after this. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay, great. <laughs>
bully. Big bully. That's the one. Love that one. Uh, so y'all have an album. You just self-produced an album. It's yes. true. Um, it was recorded in Pittsburgh, North Carolina by um, Andrew Small and Ash Watkins. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. In the Great Hall in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Right and it was like a really amazing experience. And um, those two are super good at... Um, Man, they were just so good at like knowing what we were going for, because <laughs> they listen to so much old time music. So that makes a lot of sense. And like, I feel like they sing similarly to yeah. you. Yeah, play guitar. Like you and Ashley's guitar playing is really similar. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, and they have like a relationship dynamic to like negotiate at all times, kind of like us. So that was cool. <laughs> I I didn't know for sure <laughs> if there was a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain like moments where you're like doing like a leg touch. And I was like, this seems like a couple leg. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're just like a really tight band, yeah. which I'm also into. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, yeah, we should have clarified that. Now we're out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. All time couple debut. <laughs> Is this a debut? I kind of thought there was like no other. Like, I mean, well, I thought. That was my area last year. Yeah, I. I yeah, we were like. <laughs> I just like. I, 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 I wasn't sure that like anyone would buy it if we were, I mean, like, uh, I, I thought everyone would assume also that we People were a couple. People do assume. Yeah, because they're mm -hmm. like, why would, <laughs> why would these two <laughs> be playing music this much together? Yeah, why would you feel the, you know, well, how long have y'all been married? You know? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you that way? You know? Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, these people just. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's play um, this uh, another Carter family tune. Yeah, the old, co old cottage home. Old cottage home. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's a more string band classic. And uh, li listen in the outro for uh, instructions on how how to acquire in some form uh, Big Bully, the new album from uh, Lewis and Spence. Yeah, we made an old time baby, and it's a big bully. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Alright, yeah, we're gonna play this old cottage home. Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna start singing. Okay, come on. <laughs> that means we're coming on a four. Okay. <laughs> I'll so try to do it's that. Arranged. It's arranged. It's <laughs> well, I'm thinking tonight of an old cottage home.
Yes. Yeah. That was so fun. excited about that old cottage home. <laughs> Love that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was. It was a boon to me when I found it because it's like one of the only ones that I found where AP sings lead. This is one of the only ones that I found actually, right. which is cool. All yeah. right. So um, <clears throat> everyone, stick around for the outro. Figure out how to buy that album. <laughs> that will be uh, explained then. Um, we have one more song. Thank you so much, Hannah and Micah. Wow, thanks for having yeah, us. This is awesome. This is yeah, amazing. This is so, so fun. fun. Yeah. So much fun. You guys are great. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to play a little bit uh, off mic, maybe a little bit later. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this last one's just going to be you two. Uh, yeah. What are you What are you going to play for us? Um, it's called Long Journey. Everybody knows it. <laughs> it's going to be great. Sing along if you're at home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's> so dorky. <laughs> show notes to buy Lewis and Spence's new album, Big Bully. And if you're on Instagram, make sure to follow them. You can support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon and get hours and hours of exclusive bonus content. Just follow the link in this episode's show notes or Google Get Up in the Cool Patreon. And if you want to hang out with me twice a week, I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts or boxset.website. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.